Bullshit alert. I am your host, Jeff Griggs. And as usual, I have a group of friends with me here today, and I'm pretty sure that every single one of them is lying to me. If they're lying and I think they're telling the truth, I will award them points. If they're telling the truth and I think they're lying, I will award them points. If I guess right and they just make me laugh, I'm going to award them points. Scoring system is very precise. It's a little complicated, and it's all available for you on our Instagram page, which... (laughs) is something that we tend to talk about almost every time we meet. And we, I, I feel like we meet every day and every day we talk about the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. So many wonderful pictures. It's, it's not even about that. It's about, we are constantly talking about what we're gonna rename the Instagram page to. And it just stays exactly what it is. Yeah, I've, uh, the, I, know how, I know how all the settings work in Instagram now, but we've just never changed it. We can't. It'll, it'll always be bullshit alert without an eye. And yep. that, that, that's fine. That's fine. So yeah. I think that's also the first time we've said the name of the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I try not to say it because I really want that to be a part of the mystery as well. Uh, <laughs> several of our my friends are here already talking, so I might as well intro them, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and everyone watching. Joining me today is my bullshitting friend, Danny Marshall. Hi, Danny. Hi, Jeff. Also joining us is my great, great friend, Lily Moss. Hi, Lily. Howdy, yeehaw. And our special guest joining us today, a wonderful person, wonderful friend, it is Sarah Shockey. Hi, Sarah. Hi, great to be among all these friends. I, it's, it's just so many friends and um, my best friend in the world is also the timekeeper and scorekeeper for our game. It is Stephen Carter. Hi, Steve. Hey, Jeff. Best friend. Your best friends, <laughs> but he hates being called Steve. That's why I called him Steve, because I thought it would be really funny to call That's him the amigo Steve. deal. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we are going to get into our first round, and our first round today is what is the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? And uh, since Sarah is our guest, I'm going to start with Sarah. Sarah, what's the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? I would say, and I feel like I'm going to toot my own horn here, but I got engaged to my podcast partner in the ICU. What? what? <laughs> oh my God. So uh, you- Mazel tov. Where Thank this, you so much. When did this happen? How did uh, this- it happen? This would have been yesterday around, gosh, I want to say 1 p.m. or so in uh, the St. Mary's Hospital, kind of near Dyer, Indiana, um, that just area of Indiana that's not too far from Chicago. And um, we've been visiting there a lot because my then boyfriend's very good friend is very sick. And last week he had agreed to be best man at the wedding if he's like able to. And this week, Things weren't looking as good. And my boyfriend slash podcast partner was like, why wait? Let's just, I'm going to ask the question when it's just the three of us in the room. And I said, yes. And went and fixed myself a cup of black hospital coffee to celebrate. (laughs) Oh my God. This better be true. That's fantastic. Can you imagine like 
maybe I'm that psychotic. That's awesome though. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. So Sarah got engaged as the weirdest thing that happened to her this week. Uh, let's go to Danny. Danny, what is the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Um, not as, not as monumental. Oh, that. I, I, yeah. Um, I went to my first Mets game uh, since COVID and everything. And um, sitting in the same section as me, socially distant, was my fifth grade teacher and his wife. And uh, when was the last time you saw them? I saw him um, around high school graduation. They had a little thing with all the, all the old teachers from the elementary school that you'd go back and visit them. So I saw him when I graduated high school, but it's been almost 10 years since then. Good teacher, bad teacher, one you liked? Or... Best, best friend, like love him to death. Like awesome guy, huge Mets fan coolest guy in the world i he had steve, a steve carter level friend yeah see yeah 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 i'd <laughs> call him tier. i'd call him mike i would not call him mr zarin wow wow no i'm I, no that that's a lie i'm sorry that i call him mr zarin and did you hang out at the game did you like high five during any part of the game no because we were i mean he was a few rows behind us but we hung out and talked and caught up for you know about for a half inning or an inning but um it was we. It wasn't any like physical touching. If Did he ask you any math questions? No. Is there usually physical touching between you and your fifth grade teacher? <laughs> well, I, he asked about high fiving. No, there, there's been no. I meant like there was no high five. I haven't mm -hmm. really high fived anyone in a long time. Um, and if I, I, I had high fived my dad or my brother, or if we, you know, scored or something. But no math questions. No, no, math. I mean, I, no, he might've said, what inning is this? If that counts oh. as math, but that's the extent of it. I always Off think duty. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always think like former teachers really like their learning never, or their teaching never stops. So it's, it's constant. Yeah. I mean, he, and he was a very like avant-garde teacher for fifth grade teachers on Long Island. Uh, but uh, it mostly stayed in the classroom or within the age range of his students. Okay. All right. Uh, Lily, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, equally big as Sarah's thing. Uh, <laughs> I ate a cicada. Wow. Oh. Wee. Congrats. On purpose? <laughs> yes. On purpose. Can I get a crunchiness rating and flavor description, please? So I, I will say it was baked into something. Maybe not baked. It was it was prepared. So it wasn't as crunchy as I think a uh, raw uh, <laughs> cicada would be. But uh, it had some some a little bit of crunch to it. Not as much as you would expect. So what happened? Why did you eat a cicada? I was at the Chelsea Market in New York City, and uh, there was a, a stand that was just like, uh, had uh, a lot of insect, like natural kind of foods on it. And they were uh, giving away cicadas to like raise awareness for alternative proteins sources. Wow. So this must be a very limited market. Like it, they can only sell things like once every seven years or so. 
Yeah, I, there have to be like cicada farms, right? Uh, sure. Like our, our cicada audience loved that joke, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, the sensor's lighting up off the yeah. charts. <laughs> A lot of buzzing laughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Fantastic. Steven, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, I was carrying groceries in and walked across the street while a man sung to me. Did you know the man? I did not know the man. He was on a bicycle and just was like, I have to interrupt. (laughs) And then sang, sometimes you feel like a Sherpa. Sometimes you don't. And (laughs) I have no idea how to respond to that. And I didn't. Were you given a classic Stephen look that's asking to be sung to? Or were you minding your own business? My eyes were open. I can't say that I was prepared for a song. That's usually the look. Were you the only person? You weren't with your wife? Or... I was with my wife, and she was the one who was like, okay, I don't know <laughs> what this is. She thought that maybe it was like the Mounds Bar song, right? which I have no idea how that goes. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. So, I mean, that, there you go. You know what? I, I see the connection immediately. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sherpa. I think it's because I was carrying stuff. And then he also maybe made a connection to a monk because I'm have oh. my Jeff Gregg's haircut still. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, let's do a quick recap and then I will try to figure out who's bullshitting and who's telling the truth. So Sarah, uh, can you recap your, um, your weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Yes, I got engaged to my podcast partner in the ICU. Annie? I uh, sat near my fifth grade teacher at a New York Mets game. Lily? I ate bugs. <laughs> Steven? I was serenaded on the street. Okay, here we go. Uh, Lily, uh, for this round, if I guess your uh, lie correctly, uh, I get 10 points, or I don't really win anything. Here's the thing. For this round, if... If I guess incorrectly, you get 10 points. That makes sense, right? All right. Sure. Lily, uh, I think you're lying. Danny, I think you're telling the truth. Uh, Steven, I I mean, you're telling the truth. Uh, (laughs) You just reenacted this person coming up to you. And what did they say to you when they walked up to you? Sometimes you feel like a Sherpa and sometimes you don't. Yeah, that just... Some days are diamonds, some days are stones. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes sense. It just makes sense. It's just too weird not to be true. Sarah, yours is interesting. It's got to be true. Sarah's is interesting because... What kind of person do you think I am, Jeff? I know. I know. Here's the thing. I know Sarah got engaged. <laughs> I'm not okay. guessing if I'm not guessing if if I believe that Sarah got the cicadas are on the edge of their branch waiting for a response. <laughs> because I know Sarah got engaged yesterday. That's why before the podcast started, I and it didn't... can't be a yellow dress in a green container. I see <laughs> you taking the boxes. Did you get engaged in a hospital? That's what I'm questioning. So I know you got engaged, but did you get engaged in a hospital? Because I don't know where it actually took place. 
So... Had Jeannie asked for the story, you would have had the whole shebang and shaboodle. I know. You could have also been setting me up for today because maybe you didn't get engaged. Maybe this whole thing, you putting it on Instagram, not our Instagram, but your own Instagram. <laughs> you put it all over the world. I just... waited till after I got the email, but before I responded to it. That's right. It's just to fool us. All right. I... I believe, oh, I believe Sarah's telling the truth. All right, let's hear the, reve the reveal. Lily, true or bullshit? It's bullshit. I wish it was true. I wish it was true. I'm very yeah. intrigued. Yeah, who wouldn't be? We all want to taste cicada. Every time we hear it, we think, hmm, tasty. Danny. <laughs> bullshit. The ah. Mets game was rained out. Oh, I should have oh, known that. Yeah, in the other timeline, you would have had exactly that. Yeah, yeah. I was home. 10 points to Danny. Steven. It was true. It had wow. to be true. It had to be. Wow. <laughs> had to be. Sarah. True. 100% true. In the hospital? Yeah, we're protagonists of our own story. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah, it's that... been like the craziest month. But uh, yeah, Marty had it all planned. He was going to do like... He was going to measure my ring finger in my sleep and then like, <laughs> buy a ring and like take me to like, you know, like Michigan or whatever. But he was just like, you know what? He, I just kept thinking we'd be saying like, oh, I wish Rudy could be here. And he's like, I just thought, you know what? We'll just do it. Well, it's just the three of us. And it was like, yeah, unforgettable. Wow. That's a charming story. That's going to be perfect. a movie one day. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I'll write it. I don't want anyone taking liberties. I have to pick who's going to play me. Oh, yeah. So well, so you're writing it and casting it. Yeah, and uh, you know, maybe I'll just star in it. We'll see. I'll, I'm going to talk to the studio. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is uh, what was the weirdest thing happened to you this week. Let's take a break. It's time for our next round, which is meet our guests. And so in this round, I'm going to ask Sarah questions and then Danny and Lily are going to try to figure out if Sarah's answers to my questions are true. So Sarah, question number one, who was your celebrity crush? I feel like um, it's limiting to assume that there is only one. Mm. So I went ahead and uh, I'm gonna give you my first celebrity crush. Okay. Um, that I can remember, which is Yoshi the dinosaur from <laughs> Super Mario. Yes, undeniably yes, yes. a celebrity. <laughs> no more questions. Absolutely, everywhere. <laughs> Yoshi's everywhere. Uh, and so, how old were you when that that occurred? I'd say four years old. Not quite uh, in school yet. Classic green or blue, dark blue, or the the bright green. I would say like peak Yoshi is on the N64, but oh, yeah. I, this might've been slightly before, but I was definitely seeing Yoshi advertised to me and me and my siblings. Was, is it the, the little uh, kick with the moan where he flies up in the air that gets him back on the, I'm talking about Super Smash on 64 right now, but is it the, the moan that, you know, projects him into the air that gotcha? Or was it just his looks? A uh, super cute little voice um, yeah. and like just like fun tricks. But I think mainly like at the core of it is like Yoshi's willing to sacrifice everything for Mario's goals. And that's like, what a friend, like that's even better than Mario or Luigi, who's arguably the hottest. 
<laughs> martyrs are martyrs are super hot. Marty O. And so, do, do you have like, or did you have like an ideal first date with Yoshi? Well, so what happened was it was all kind of like this little fantasy in my head of like how cool Yoshi was, and then I started talking too much at our church small group where like the kids were all in a room and the parents are all Bible studying. And my siblings just like turned on me and they were like, Sarah keeps talking about Yoshi so much. I think Sarah loves Yoshi. Sarah <laughs> loves Yoshi. And they all started chanting it. And I was like, it was like, I didn't know embarrassment until that moment. And I started crying and I left. And then like, imagine that Yoshi was like, come on, kid, don't get beat up about it. They don't understand what's going on here. Did you ever dress up as Yoshi? No, I would have wanted to be Princess Peach. I think uh, I always felt like her and Yoshi had kind of a mass, like a magical, mystical connection. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some simpatico thing going on there. There's some chemistry. Yeah, definitely some sparks. Wow. Lily, you're speechless. <laughs> Lily understands. <laughs> I do. It's the physique. It's the physique. It's the shell. Absolutely. Good stacking of the bones. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh that's our first question question number two for sarah who is the most impressive person you've ever met in real life i gotta say and you're gonna get ready to pick this up off the floor but Dwayne the rock johnson impressive where did this happen so there are big wrestling events like every year kind of like happening all around during WrestleMania and stuff like that. So there's a WWE like all access kind of a deal where you can pay money and go and meet superstars. But if you know somebody, you can kind of like get the star treatment and kind of get shuffled around and occasionally get to meet people and occasionally get to hang out. So I met a lot of wrestlers that way, but it was uh, one of those moments where it's like a, you know, hotel convention hallway and you're kind of passing by the elevators and I saw him and like my heart dropped and he saw me and we made eye contact. And I had that moment where I was like, don't say something, say something, don't say something. And so I just went, you're the coolest. And he kind of <laughs> like laughed a little bit that like Dwayne laugh and he was oh, like, hey, maybe you are. And I was like, okay. Like, it was like he had blown me a kiss and then uh, we just went, but I count that as a meeting. That would count in like an Austin book as an introduction, I think. Yeah. Jane what? Austen, not Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, I thought I went immediately to Steve Austin instead of Jane Austen because you were talking about wrestling. I had, yeah, I dunked us in the wrong context to... <laughs> make that turn to the 1800s but you know that's just this hallway's a mess <laughs> she pointed to her head when she said hallway <laughs> just so everybody knows danny did you have a question yeah what um what era of the rock of Dwayne's career are we talking about are we talking about just before acting during while he's kind of you know uh, I, for some reason i have the tooth fairy sticking out in my brain of an era of his career and then yeah, a... like like between Tooth Fairy and Fast and the Furious. This was okay. like WrestleMania 33, which was 2016 in Orlando. Oh, okay. And his he's got a couple cousins in the WWE. So you never know like who's meeting up with who, where, and like what networking is happening. 
cool. But yeah, he was there with a couple of like bodyguard esque people, but like he doesn't need a bodyguard, yeah. so it felt like entourage. But like they were all kind of dressed in the same like stylish black, like not a not a cat hair on them blazery turtleneck <laughs> things. Do most blazers you see have cat hair on them? You know, around this place, I don't know if you can see Peter. He's screaming <laughs> back there. Oh, uh, you guys on the podcast can't. I'm sorry, I'm doing so many visual gags. <laughs> They're amazing to see. <laughs> the, the colors. Sign up for the Patreon. You'll get all the video and you'll get it in advance of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lily, Steven, did you guys have any questions? Is is The Rock your favorite wrestler? Is there someone else who would have wow. freaked out even more? You know what? It's like The Rock and Stone Cold are very close. And then tied with them is this Japanese wrestler, Kazuchiko Okada who's uh, the rainmaker and when he comes out like his own money rains down from the sky and then everyone scrabbles to pick it up like number one and then stone cold and the rock tied for two is the money change or uh (laughs) but it's like neon paper so it's you know got that effect Uh, and uh it's always funny to see like who has dignity in gathering the dollar bills up (laughs) Who do you think would win in a fight, uh, Yoshi or The Rock? Wow. Probably The Rock, because I think he would psychologically convince Yoshi that there's no point in fighting and they can get a lot more done if they just join together and make this world a better place. I have an an actual answer to this. If it's in a movie, The Rock has a thing in his contract where he cannot lose (laughs) a fight, Uh but he can tie in a fight. So I bet he and Yoshi would tie. Okay. I want to see I want to see a remake of Rampage, but with Yoshi instead of the albino gorilla. <laughs> uh. All right, uh, that's the Rock is the coolest uh, person you've ever met, or the most impressive person you've ever met. Uh, your final question: What's the longest time you've kept a secret about someone? I'm gonna say, and I had to do some thinking on this one, tw- uh, like 25 years. 25 years mm-hmm. uh I, I what who was the person you were keeping the secret from or for this guy right here old sarah shockey <laughs> so you kept a secret about yourself and from everybody else for 25 years and did you reveal it at some point you know, yeah, like casually to friends, but only after the secret part was like well in the rear view. Okay. Are you going to tell us the secret? Yeah, I'll tell you the secret. Okay. I don't know what the form is, but yeah, you know, build the suspense first, Jeff. Well, I was getting, I, I, I was getting weirded out about asking <laughs> you to tell us the secret. I know. It's one of those things where I hope you'd assume I wouldn't be like, um, rude that you'd ask that after <laughs> I said it was my secret from myself for 25 years. I, I feel like we're about to find finally find the Lindbergh baby or something. <laughs> just... Yeah, can you imagine if I really like sealed a case? Oh my God. Which, which 25 years was this in your life? The um, age like three to 28. Okay. Three or four to like 28. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is it time for me to reveal the secret? I think it's I time. I, I think it's yeah. time. I think it is what, time. What's the secret? I sucked my thumb until I was 28. 
and I just always hid it. I would date people. I like kept it hidden from my family. I would always have like big sleeves. Like it was like my little vapey cigarette addiction. And, um, and then one day I like always wanted to stop because my parents were like, so that's where I started hiding it. Cause they were so like, our child, our children are supposed to be like fine and not be doing weird things. And, uh, so I would just got really good at hiding it. And like, finally, when I was like 28, one day I was doing it and I was like, God, I'm really not relaxing when I do this. And it was like, finally it like unlocked in my head. And I was like, Oh, this isn't a relaxing activity. This is like an anxiety behavior. And now that I'm learning to relax more, I don't need it. But, and then I asked my boyfriend at the time, I was like, Hey, by the way, like after I was like three weeks out where I was like, sure, I wasn't doing it anymore. I was like, did you ever notice that? Like, I'm always like hiding under a blanket when we watch movies or like blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no. And he was totally floored. And I don't think any of my exes ever knew. And now you got engaged to him at a hospital. In... Different, different boy. Oh, I, you know, okay. when you stop sucking your thumb, you find the love of your life. Ah, okay. I actually knew that it wasn't the same person <laughs> with, but it was a good bit. Okay, it anybody was a good else? Bit, yeah. It was a great Anybody bit. else have any uh, questions for Sarah about any of uh, her answers for these questions? Yeah, you can really shake up the lie if you can catch it, if mm -hmm. there is one. I don't mm -hmm. even know. It didn't affect your your teeth because I feel like the whole thing is people who, kids who suck their thumbs for a long time, like have teeth that kind of flare out. Yeah, so I had braces for twice as long as a normal kid. And I think it would be, it was because I was like messing it up. So then I sort of started trying to do it in like a slightly altered way where I was putting no pressure on my teeth. But I have like, my little finger has like extra nubs on it because it like built skin to protect from the tooth that would, cause I would put like my finger and thumb all the way in. So it was like taking up so much space and I guess I wasn't like pulling. I was just kind of like setting it in there for years. And I was always, every time I go to the dentist, I'd be afraid they're like, what's going on with you? Like your teeth keep moving. But I guess I figured out how to do it as an adult and not like mess up my beautiful anti-braces teeth. You're, and you do have beautiful teeth. Your teeth are Thank perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Jeff, okay. enough with the visual stuff. Come on. No. You're right. You're right. You're right. Guys, look, I'm I just juggling. took them out. You can't even see that I just put them on the table. <laughs> All right. So uh, Danny and Lily, you guys are going to guess on whether you think any of these are bullshit or if they are true. So let's start with the first one. Uh, do you believe that Yoshi was Sarah's first celebrity crush? Danny? Yes, I do. I buy it. Lily? See, I, I, the problem is I believe all these and I feel like <laughs> Yoshi is the least, is the easiest to like fake. It's, it's so easy uh, to fake love. Lily's so stupid. But then like you think about the sucking of the thumb and Yoshi has a very big mouth. What? Okay. What? What's the <laughs> connection you're building there? Steven? There's just a connection. I don't know if you guys there, see there's it. something. Yeah, it's like a more of a mandala than a electric okay. plug. Okay, okay. Uh I'm I'm gonna say I don't believe it. Okay. Uh just uh just because I wanna know, Stephen, do you believe it? Oh, I believe it. Okay, great. <laughs> This Sherpa will carry any beliefs around. <laughs> Five points for uh, whoever gets it right. And Lily, I'm sorry, did you say you thought it was true? No. 
No, I okay. Don't, I don't believe Five it. points for whoever gets it right. Uh, Sarah, is that true or bullshit? It's true. I'm pretty sure I made a medium post with illustrations about it. Let's go. <laughs> Very nice. Our second question, who is the most impre impressive person you've ever met? Uh, Sarah said, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Danny, do you believe this to be true or bullshit? I, I don't believe it. I think it's bullshit. All right, Lily? Yeah, I, I'm bullshit. I, I'm gonna, I, my instinct is to say true. So this time I'm going say, bullshit. Say true. Two, two bullshits. Uh, Steven, do you believe it to be true? I, I hope. So <laughs> you hope it's true. Okay. You're right. such an optimist. I love it. Okay, five points if you get it correct. Uh, Sarah, is Dwayne The Rock Johnson the most impressive person, impressive, <laughs> impressive person you've ever met? No, I never met him. I would love to. Wow, you both got it right. Uh, all right. How many question. points for five Sarah points. on that? I would give her five that's points. That's right. No, Sarah gets 10 points. She gets both. No. No, I don't get points. They were right. I was bullshit. Yeah, Sarah gets no points on that. Sarah gets five points for. Point system's on our Instagram, really. Jeff. If you yeah, want it is on the Instagram. The rules, yeah. There's no I in the rules. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, or in bullshit. So, uh, what's the <laughs> longest time you've ever kept a secret about someone? Uh, Sarah said it was about sucking her thumb. Danny, is this true? I was on the fence until she brought literally and figuratively, figuratively her finger into it, and the uh, the the callus you said you got something i had the exact same thing i sucked two of my, my ring and middle it's finger two. it feels good to have two in there but i did it for a regular amount of time yeah um, yeah yeah um, but you do get it like little kids will like I, you can plow I had, that thing into the ground i had yeah i had my i could my fingers did not look the same on each hand because one was always in my mouth so i i believe this yes true for uh danny uh lily true yes. or bullshit I, I i also believe it Okay, great. Uh, Steven, what do you think? I think it's true. Sarah, true or bullshit? True. Wow. Lie about the rock. Don't lie about your habits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five points uh, for each of them. Steven, that's a lot of points that we handed out. Can you give me uh, what the score is? Well, Sarah has 10. Lily has 10. Danny has 15 plus 10. Oh. He has 25. Danny, you have gotten points every single question. Somehow I'm, I'm still confident he'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, you... We laugh, but it's really sad. I'm going to give you an additional five points, Danny, if you can help me with this. Do we take a break now or... <laughs> we, we do take a break now that we've oh, gotten the scores. Five points for Danny. Let's take a break. Oh, It's time for round three. And in this round, we are playing who, what, where. And in this, each of our participants are going to tell me what those who, what, where's are. One of those, the who, the what, or the where, is the lie part of their story. And it's my responsibility to try to figure out which one of those things is bullshit. So let's start with Lily. Lily, uh, what are your who, what, where? My what is stand up, 
my where is Washington University in St. Louis, uh, a college. And my who is Stephen King. Okay, those are your who, what, where. Go ahead, Lily. What is your story? So uh, when I was going to college, uh, Stephen King came to give a talk to the, the English students. Um, it was actually, it was, it was open to, to most people, but in, English students got, got priority. Um, and he wanted a student opener. Uh, and he specifically asked for a stand-up opener, which I thought was maybe the weirdest thing I had ever heard. Uh, because why would Stephen King want a stand-up opener? I guess he's just a funny guy. Uh, so I, I uh, students, <laughs> students were allowed to submit videos, uh, audition videos to be stand-up openers. And I, I did, and I got it. And so I prepared like 12 minutes of, of stand-up, uh, which, uh, yeah, which was going to, <laughs> going That's to be so much stand-up in front of, uh, about six to 700 people. And horror this was fans. Oh, horror, horror fans. English, horror English students. Fans. Uh, he was, English students. It's, it was more about the writing process. Okay. Uh, cause he's, he's written, he's written a lot on writing. Yes. Uh, so the, the day comes and I'm, I'm, it was in this chapel we have on campus and I'm, I'm down below in the, like, I don't know, basement of the chapel, just getting ready. And I'm, I'm full on panicking, panicking. I'm dry heaving. I can't remember anything of, from my set. Uh, and two of my friends named Magda and Kate came down and were like, Hey, just want to say like, good luck. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to do great. And I'm like, get, call, call in a bomb threat. Like, get, get me out of here. I, I, I can't do it. I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to like stare blankly at the crowd for 12 minutes and then walk off stage, which would fit in the weird horror psychological uh, genre of Stephen King. And time gets closer and closer and I'm just anticipating it. And suddenly they call my name and I walk on stage and it all just comes back to me and it goes pretty well. And that's the story. And then I introduced Stephen King and sat down. Wow, I feel like I went on that journey with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very terrifying. And uh, I have a, do you remember any of the jokes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I do homeless people understand knock-knock jokes? Uh, That's a thinker. So, so it went well. <laughs> okay. You I, had I the had, it factor. I yeah. had a whole whole thing about uh, how people always compare me to Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. And that basically just means they think that I'm autistic. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. It, it was it was funnier on stage in context. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I, well, I'm glad I asked for the jokes. Uh, <laughs> did you get to meet Stephen King after or before? Oh, Stephen, uh, that's a really good question. So uh, be, beforehand, um, I, I did. Uh, the, the person who was like organizing the thing was like, Lily, this is Stephen King. And I was like, hello 
I, I didn't really say anything else because I was just so goddamn nervous. You're the coolest. And then he said, no, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a very, very awkward introduction. And he was eventually like, okay, good to meet you. <laughs> What's your favorite Stephen King book? Uh, 112365. I can never remember the title. It's 16, the, the one, the one about JFK. Really? No, oh, that is good. That's really good. JFK. I, I like yeah, that. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, okay, it's great. 11, 11, 22, 63, I believe. 63, yes. yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Wow, that, that made me believe every part of your story. So it's going to be hard to figure out what part is not true. All right, uh, Sarah, what is your who, what, where? By who is Randy Lindgren, our sixth grade teacher? My <laughs> what is a hot air balloon trip? And my where is Kokomo, Indiana, uh, just out in an open field area. Okay, what's your story? So Randy Lindgren was this teacher that we had and he was like such a like everyone had either like a problem with him or you try to win him over or like he was really combative and he was known for wearing these like pastel golf outfits with like high-waisted golf pants were latched like all the way over I'm trying to show this on camera but like you had a long strip and so it'd be like the pastel blue pants and a polo shirt you know not unlike this one that uh would match the pants and he was always bragging about like oh I have a daughter who's the same age as all of you guys and I make her golf and like I don't know I like the guy but I had problems with the guy but his thing that he would do that he was beloved for was he had a hot air balloon and it's like when you're a hot air balloon owner I guess the benevolent thing to do is to line up all the children in town and let them go three or four at a time up and then back down and you let them out and then the next four children or three children go up and then you let them down and I was just taken to this like <laughs> you don't have a say when you're a kid I think I was in about fourth grade um, and so I hadn't had him yet so I remember being like that's Mr. Lindgren like put on a good show you know he already had a problem with my brother my older brother <laughs> so I was kind of like hello sir and uh it was like I was so excited and I was watching every single ride up and down and imagining what it would be like to be in there. And then we get into the basket and the fire goes up. And I thought that like, all the hair on the back of my neck just was like up in flames. It was so hot. And I remember being like, so worried that there was going to be a fire that I was like starting to get scared and not like fully living in my hot air balloon moment. So then when it was over, I was like, dang gum it. I really wish I could do another round and be ready for like how hot it was but they ushered us off and put the next four kids in and he would do that I think like most every July but I only went that one time and it, he was just a benevolent man yeah. I, just yeah, I mean I guess he was like a lovable asshole you know like he one time I brought fart putty to school and everybody goes oh make a fart noise when Mr. Langren sits down when I was in sixth grade and I did and uh, he didn't really realize what happened and everybody laughed. And that was like, not the way to come at him with a joke. He was like, felt on the outside and got so mad. And he sent me down to my mom's kindergarten classroom because I was still in sixth grade. So we were all in the same elementary building. And he was like, you take that to your mother and you tell her what you did and it's not funny. And I was like, other people said it would be funny if I did it. He was like, they're not with you now, are they? And I was like, good point. 
So I dropped off the the flark to my mom and I just remember she just looked at it and laughed and went, okay, thanks. And then I just went back to my classroom ashamed, but that was not part of the hot air balloon. That was strictly a bonus story. Uh, All right. Thank you for the bonus story. I just, I love the fact that, that if you own a hot air balloon, in a small in a in a town you, <laughs> you gotta then, do it then you gotta have all the kids line up and go in it, it that's just sense. like yeah the, that's it uh, does in make the sense manual. <laughs> it's, it's just it's yes yeah, a ridiculous requirement but I it's this it. like wizard of oz sort of yeah. thing like it feels you're... very old timey <laughs> yeah, we're all like out there in our prairie dresses waiting to be taken up to the sky but then brought back dan again <laughs> <laughs> danny uh, Lily, Stephen, have you ever been on a hot air balloon? I have not. I have. I have, I have been on a hot air balloon. I have not. Why is did yours you go? as hot as mine? <laughs> See, that's that's what I don't believe. I don't remember being <laughs> amazed by the heat of it. Was there a big what flame you... on yours? Ours had like a. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was it was a traditional hot air balloon. But you were in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, was fire not hot that day? I'm confused. <laughs> Oh, I was actually hanging beneath the basket. Right. Oh, so you felt the uh, Whose fake story is this? <laughs> and 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 why did you go, Lily? Uh, I went on this elder hostel trip, it was called, with my grandparents to Utah, uh, which kind of sounds like they were trying to convert me to Mormonism. But <laughs> instead, we just explored a bunch of uh, canyons, like uh, Bryce and Zion you Canyon. You say this is as if you're not already a devout Mormonite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing my special underwear. You tried to convert me before we jumped on the call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which one of us is getting our own planet when we die? Yeah, you know? we'll circle back. Steven. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Uh, Danny, what's your who, what, where? Okay. My who is um, Will Turner, the character played by Orlando Bloom. Hmm. Um, my what is not getting beaten up. And my where is Honolulu, Hawaii. Okay, what's your story? So I went on a uh, on a community service esque teen tour trip in high school to uh, Hawaii, which um, they advertise as community service, and we did some community service, but also it was just a bunch of kids in Hawaii, um, and. Um, what community service were they? Were yeah, any specifics doing? or just kind of smiling at the locals? No, we we built it. We we did Habitat for Humanity for like three days, and and we volunteered at the Boys and Girls Club for three days, and then it was like another ten days of just tourism. <laughs> um, um, you earned it by that point, right? I I well, yeah, I think so. I <laughs> I think so. So um, basically, uh. At the end of the trip, we the, the the trip coincided with the release of the last of the three. And I'm not ex- including the other pirates movies, but the last of the main first three pirates of the Caribbean movies. And we were going to see a midnight showing. That was like our last hurrah after our last dinner. Um, and after that dinner, before the movie, we were given all like trip superlatives, and uh, someone what there the trip was mostly girls and a few guys. And one of the guys was given a uh, trip multitasker. 
And it was kind of like an inside joke between, and it was him and his best friend from home. They were the two who knew each other on the trip. And like one of the counselors, gave, chaperones, gave him the award. And it kind of like got a few chuckles. And I was like, I don't get what, what's going on. I leaned in and someone, and one of them kind of gave me a look. And I was like, oh, right. Because of Jess and that girl from home. And not realizing what I had said out loud, that this was uh, apparently a funny thing that this guy got this award for starting to like flirt with a girl on the trip, but have a girlfriend at home. Again, this is like in the middle of high school. Um, and I, qu I quickly, I tend to say the wrong things in large groups of people and uh, realize that by someone notifying me because I just don't know it. Um, Lily can attest to this multiple times. He's always shouting fire in crowded places. And, <laughs> and so basically it, it's this awkward silence and a lot of the girls kind of like whisper to each other. And then I kind of go back to my room and I'm roommates with one of these friends and he barges into the room and corners me. And he was like the sidekick to the guy, this kid, Matt, who got the award. And the sidekick, Blake, was like, uh, they were from like Westport, Connecticut, but they claimed to be related to like the mob. And he was just like, you, uh, you really messed with my boy, Matty, there, didn't you? And I was like, no, I really didn't mean to, Blake. I'm so sorry. And he's like, uh, you're really going to have to fix this or we're going to have some trouble. And that's when he put his fist up to my face. And I was like, whatever you want. He's like, you know what you're going to do? And I was like, I'll do anything. And he said, you're going to buy us candy at the movie. And I was like, yeah, no, anything you want, any, anything. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll do whatever. So I, I, you know, summon up enough courage to whatever. We, we go out to dinner. We, or or we, we go to the movie and I go and I, 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 um, we're sitting there and Blake's like, Matt, are you getting hungry? I'm getting pretty hungry. Danny, we might want some snacks, huh? He's, for some reason, he was from the 50s. And he- and Sounds like John Mulaney is with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like a liar. And he, uh, I, so I, so whatever, I take their order and Blake wanted a Twizzler. So I go up. And, a pop, and Matt wanted popcorn. So I get them and I get myself a bunch of crunch, which is objectively the best movie snack. And um, I go up to the counter and uh, I go, can I get some Twizzlers? And they go, we don't have Twizzlers. I go, what? And they go, we don't have Twizzlers. We have red vines. Are red vines okay? I go, I don't know. There's a lot writing on this. <laughs> so I get the red vines. I sit back down right before the preview start. And I'm like, hey, Blake, I'm so sorry. They only have red vines. And he grabs them out of my hand, looks at them and takes a beat and says, I fucking love red vines. <laughs> wow. So the, so the movie starts and I'm, I'm on a kind of good side and we're getting to the climax and they're getting, if, if you haven't seen the movie, see it, but the whole, someone has to stab the heart of Davy Jones. And uh, basically about five minutes before the, the real climactic moment happens, I kind of turn to Blake and I go, oh, Will's going to get stabbed and then they're going to have Will stab the heart and Will's going to take over the Dutchman. And I kind of whisper that into their ear. And they kind of look at me. They're like, okay. And then time passes and it happens. And then in this, you, the, the knife stabs the heart and this echo of you know bass in the movie theater. And you just hear this one kid from Connecticut go, what the fuck? How did you know that? <laughs> and from then on, I was... We sat together on the plane on the way back from Hawaii. He loved me. He was like, you 
really no movies and he he was a big fan and that way i just had to buy him candy and he didn't beat me up how did you know that you just guessed i just guessed i just was looking and and it was the whole bootstrap bill will thing i love those movies so i was just you know living through save the cat yeah exactly yeah yeah i was like you know, <laughs> i was an avid screenwriter as a child um you might know my hit adaptation and uh oh, yeah. yeah very good very nice piece uh so you saw this at a movie theater in hawaii yeah yeah so i ended up calling my parents afterwards because it was the morning there and it was like 2 30 in the morning in hawaii and i was like hey i saw the movie i'm an adult and uh, what what uh, what town or what city were you in in Hawaii? Honolulu. Okay. All right. Great. So we are going to narrow this down. Twenty five points. Actually, here's the way these points go. I actually did work this out ahead. <laughs> Ten, can you pull uh, no. up the Instagram? You can share your screen. Yeah. Yeah, we can do it. Uh, it's twenty five points if I get your story wrong. If I guess the wrong thing, there's three three things that I could choose if. I get it wrong, you get 25 points. Steven, uh, I'm gonna talk through this with you just to sort of uh, vocalize it, but uh, talking uh, with um, or hearing uh, Lily's story, Stephen King, Stand Up and Wash You. Uh, I believe the Wash You because I know that's where uh, Lily yeah. went. Uh, I do believe she did, stand up because the jokes that she said seemed like she pulled it out from memory an actual set <laughs> yeah from college because those definitely seem like college stand-up jokes thanks jeff yeah <laughs> i think it's not stephen king it would be the easiest bait and switch out of the three of them mm-hmm yeah, so I think it's not Stephen King. That's I'm always skeptical of locations, but when you have that confirmed, it's like I say I'm always skeptical. <laughs> like I've been on this podcast for a few minutes now, and I got some opinions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm going on record saying Stephen King is not the is the fake part of that story. Let's talk about uh, Sarah. Uh, Sarah's hot air balloon. I. I really, I really, I was going back and forth. Maybe it wasn't hot air balloon. Maybe it was a Corvette or maybe. It was a van. It was definitely a van. You just had this van, van. you drove around with kids. <laughs> you go just around the cul-de-sac three times and then the next kids go in. Yeah, everybody in Kokomo knew about Randy <laughs> Lindgren and his white van. Everybody knew about it. Oh, and it's fun. It's fun. It was yeah. sad when they made him leave town. And it was <laughs> it was benevolent of him to take the kids in one Sunday. A, when you a have month. a helicopter, you have to take the kids in. Right, right. So I really, I, I, I believe the hot air balloon. The name Randy Lindgren. I'm just going to assume is true because. <laughs> Why, why else would I care about the person's name? So sure, it's Randy. Uh, I think it's not Kokomo. And mm. here's why I think it's not Kokomo. Because she never said it. Like it was never part of the story. It never really played. So <laughs> I think it's not an important part of the story. So I think- It's Kokomo a funny town also, name though. It is, it's a great, it's a great it, song. 
Yeah, it's a great song. It's in Florida. That's I always thought the one in Florida was the one that they were talking about in the Beach Boy song, but it's the one in Indiana. Of <laughs> yes. Course. Get there yeah. fast and then take it slow because it's a long line to that hot air balloon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steven, do you have any uh, thoughts about uh, Sarah? Stone? I think that those are all great, Jeff, and I, I'm going gonna, gonna to believe you 100% on it. Steven, okay. thanks for your support on all my stories. <laughs> Even when they weren't true, you wanted them to be true. And I respect I'm a firm that. believer in people, yeah. I think, is what it is. <laughs> Steven's he's just a lover of the that. game. Yeah. yeah, and he's always saying that. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer of people all the time. He's just, he's just mentioning his firm belief in people. Uh, okay, Danny, Will Turner not getting beaten up. I believe both of those things. I believe that Danny is always on the verge of getting beaten up uh, and, <laughs> and it's never happened and always has to figure out a way to weasel out of it somehow and he's very good at it and i i believe it and i believe the idea that he's very worried about twizzlers and red vines and will will that substitution work and thinking everything's on the line for this i believe that 100 percent. here's what i don't believe taking a service trip to Hawaii. They don't need Danny's service. They're Especially, good. <laughs> yeah. Honolulu is not going to benefit from Danny and his little group of friends. Their shoddy carpentry. <laughs> coming to help. No power their... tools. We were under 16. <laughs> we Velcroed a bunch of houses together. You absolutely. <laughs> Hawaii is a beautiful, vibrant <laughs> place with buildings, communities have been, this is a, a world of people who don't even need to be a part of the United States. They exist very well on their own. They yeah. don't need these 13 year olds flying there, <laughs> starting little fights between themselves <laughs> over multitasking. So I 100% believe that Hawaii is the bullshit part of that story. Do you have any insight? The only thing I would say is that Danny offhandedly commented about the time difference. And I feel like that is a very strong thing to know because the time difference is pretty vast. It is, but he's backwards. The time goes the other direction. He went the wrong direction with his time He could have predicted a different movie's ending and then the shell would remain the same. True. Could have called the ending a midnight run that all the kids went to see together. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Okay, all right. So uh, it's time to reveal our truths. So uh, Lily, uh, can you name your two truths and your bullshit part of your story? It's true, it was at WashU. I did stand up. It was it was B.J. Novak, creator of The Office. Ah. I thought Stephen King would be weird enough that Great it would sub. be like, why why would Lily say Stephen King if it wasn't true? It did not work. did not work. No one one hundred percent one hundred percent. The Stephen King was was perfect. Stephen King's writer. I gotta have a stand up. I get you know yeah. nobody's gonna be laughing when I'm talking about my writing process. So can we get him greased up with some goofs? <laughs> hilarious perfect perfect no points for uh lily sarah oh yes yeah. so uh the hot air balloon was true kokomo indiana was true 
was not Randy Lindgren, who was my sixth grade teacher. It was the town dentist whose name I can't remember. <laughs> the same dentist who's like, why, what's with your teeth? They, they yeah, the a little same, bit. The, right, my, nice. the orthodontist dentist. And I was seeing him at the time and it was like, all right, kids, I do this every year. Here's the flyer. And we just dutifully lined up and wrote this hot air balloon one time. And then I had braces for like four more years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did he ever Good change point. rubber bands or anything on you while up in that balloon? No, he didn't. It was like a strict no teeth policy. You know, it's like, I'm oh, not no. working. <laughs> I got to focus on this hot, hot flame above these children's heads. I'm responsible wow. for dozens of lives this day. Dozens. <laughs> little lives yeah. with little dreams and little Good. teeth. Good catch on that, Danny. The callback to the dentist being in here. That, that's really impressive. He's got a couple screens up checking my facts to make sure that all yeah. of this is connecting right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a map of Indiana. <laughs> 25 points to Sarah for that. Uh, Danny, what was true? What was bullshit? So it was obviously true that I was trying to not get the <laughs> Obviously. So we know that. We all agreed on that. But we all agreed on that. The truth is that I did go to Honolulu and this was a real trip I went on. The movie, it was the final Harry Potter movie and Blake had not read the books. So the, the movie fades out on this beautiful three shot of Harry, Ron and Hermione standing over a d destroyed Hogwarts, fade to black. And I just turned to him and I go, 19 years later. <laughs> and then in the dark, in white writing, it pops up and it's silent. And he just goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was on his good side, but I just had read Harry Potter and I just whispered what was the epilogue. Danny's all right, gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> I'll put their cigars out and Call they got the back goons. into their Cadillacs. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, you did a service trip yeah, to Hawaii. Fuck. It, you, it was. It is I, an industrial t city. It's an industrial. It was, it was Maui. I went to multiple. Uh, that the, it ended in Honolulu. I was also on the island of Maui. Most of the service was in Maui. But the movie but Maui was in still. Honolulu. The, the movie. In, but yeah, it was the Boys and Girls Club and Habitat for Humanity. I don't know. They sold it good to me, and I enjoyed the trip. Did you? Um, my parents wanted me to get out of the house. I wasn't going to camp for like half of that summer. So they sent me if on this If you have trip. property on Hawaii, you have to let the children come screw up a <laughs> bunch of buildings on it. It's the benevolent thing to do. Yeah. Do you know how expensive it is to live <laughs> in Hawaii? It is so expensive to live oh, there. Yeah. I, I worked on a cruise ship and we couldn't even stay there. We had to get back on our ship every every night because it was oh. so expensive to live in hawaii yeah i mean i stayed in like motels the whole time but uh it was still it was beautiful it was great highly recommend doing community <laughs> service in hawaii sure it's so easy you don't have to do anything yeah i was, I was like you things yeah no i i i learned a lot and i helped many people but more so uh i i had a good stack time. those coconuts string those flowers I, yeah, I still have like my lay when I got off the plane. I was like, okay, I'll help out. It is, it's the most Long Island thing to do community service right. in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> well, that's the end of our game. Steven, we need a scoring update. Well, Lily finished with 10. Sarah finished <laughs> with 35. And Danny has 55 <laughs> points. Danny! Did I, Jeff, I'm not going to say it, but you got to say it because I've, I've, I've fallen on my own sword now seven weeks in a row. Congratulations, Danny. You won an episode. Oh, my God. Congratulations, Danny. Mom, I won. Mom, I won. <laughs> we were going to kick your ass if you didn't, too. Today was the threshold, oh, oh so you no. got out of it. I'll talk one. my way out of it. You better have red vines for every single one of us. I hate red vines. <laughs> they saved your Sarah, life. Uh, do you they did yeah they, they did, did. they saved your life save sarah do you have anything uh coming up anything you would like to plug beside a you wedding? know uh marty and sarah love wrestling is the podcast that i've been doing for almost seven years with my fiance marty derosa we're on the mlw radio network every friday wherever you get your podcasts and um our website is protect the dot biz which i'm proud of that <laughs> Very nice. And is there an I in your uh, website? Yeah, the biz has an I in it. We can't get an I. We, no, we, we, we are just afford. having a real you hard gotta time. You got to pay about 12 bucks a month, but uh, you can arrange it through GoDaddy. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Can't get an I. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for joining. And Sarah, thanks for being a part of our show today. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. Thanks everybody for joining Bullshit Alert. Thanks for listening to Bullshit Alert. Thanks to our guest, Sarah Shockey. You can listen to her on her podcast, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. On behalf of Jeff Griggs, Lily Herman, and Danny Marshall, I'm Stephen Carter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bullshit Alert, minus the I. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, share, and tell your friends that, you know, sometimes it's okay to, to lie a little bit. Edited by Lucas Marshka. Theme music by Fred Stark. Check him out at fredstarkmusic.com and Spotify.